Welcome to this week's Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. Houston Grand Opera mounted a production of Giuseppe Verdi's Don Carlos in April 2012. American tenor Brandon Jovanovich, in his role debut, sang the title role. Here's an excerpt from the interview I did with him for Houston Public Radio's daily art show, The Front Row. This piece, the grandest of the grand operas, why does it have that reputation? Oh my gosh. It, it, it's, it's, really, it's really an incredible piece, I mean, all around, but it, the scope of it is, is, is so large. It, but from the, uh, from number, the, the sheer time factor, I mean, you know, it's uh, this, and, and we've made cuts, but it's a, uh, this is a, it's going to be a four-hour evening, but it's a, uh, the story of uh, unrequited love, of uh, conflict between father and son, between church and state. Uh, I mean, it's just got it all. And 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 then with uh, with Verdi's masterful writing, I mean, it's 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 really uh, incredible. The uh, the amount of of music that's uh, he's such a master writing for voice. I mean, we have fantastic trios, arias, duets, chorus numbers. There's just so many uh, facets of, when you think of opera, grand opera, really, this is this is right up there, you know, one of the best. Verdi, here, sung in French. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two things you don't think of uh, uh, going together, but no, it's, it's a, uh, you know, he wrote this originally uh, in French, uh, it was a French commission for a French commission uh, for the Paris public, and and uh, he was really he was uh, he he was uh, fluent, you know, he's a fluent uh, speaker, and so he could uh, he wrote really well. Uh, it, the the French language is it fits, and I've been told because I've, like I said, this is my role debut, but I've been told that the French sits much better in the vocal lines than the uh, than the Italian, which is much more performed. But it was written as certain vowels on higher notes, lower notes, uh, for all voice types. It fits better in the French language. And uh, and it really has a, a beauty to it. It really does flow, I, I find, incredibly well. And I've sung quite a bit of French music and uh, quite a bit of Italian. So, I, But I find this just stylistically, it feels French. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and from the uh, like I said, you know the the, the duo. I, I I think of the pacing of there's the first uh, the first scene. Fontainebleau is uh, is cut a lot. It's a uh, it's where Carlos meets Elizabeth in the woods, and uh, that's Elizabeth de Valois. Exactly, and and this is the the um, the woman who will eventually marry my father, and um, I find that the music in 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 the pacing of it is very French. Now, there's obviously there's going to be certain um, traits of Verdi's which you're never going to lose entirely. Um, but I, it it's just has a, overall, there's a, a, a French feeling to it. And I think mm-hmm. it sets the, the evening off to a wonderful, wonderful uh, start. Who is Don Carlos and what situation does he find himself in? Don Carlos is a... There's it's it's based on a Schiller play. This the the uh, and it's he's a somewhat of a shunned figure in the uh, in the uh, Spanish uh, aristocracy of the time and and uh, and he he doesn't get along well with his uh, father King Philip. Uh, he's always been kind of somewhat the black sheep of the family, 
but he's more heady, more uh, more of a uh, poet, uh, I guess you would say. And and he he has that idealism, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I liken him to Verter in a way. Uh, he's he's very uh, he doesn't have a real clear set of principles like his father does. I I don't think that that. He wants to move the country in a certain direction. He's still got that uh, youthful idealism, and and so he uh, he is at odds with his father because of that. And uh, his father wants to see a strong strong figure, you know, raised as a son to follow in his footsteps. And uh, that's just not who Don Carlos is. But um, but for political purposes, to bring a, uh, a peace to the land, he he's betrothed to. Uh, to um, to Elizabeth and uh, it's in that that I guess that that vein of of idealism and uh, his mercurial attitude that that it's a uh, where the whole conflict comes in because whenever he is eventually he loses Elizabeth's love and to uh, Philip comes in and says I want to marry Elizabeth now <laughs> and, and you know and that's a bad way to start off any relationship and so yeah, yeah. so uh, his dad his, stole my girlfriend yeah dad stole my girlfriend <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah so his girlfriend now becomes his mom stepmom and uh it's it's really the, the the whole that that struggle that conflict that um and then he's pitted against his father now against his um his religious attitude towards his mother he, he, although he's loved this woman he's had this fantasy of what life with her is going to be like and now and, and in fact w- when they meet yeah in, in Fontainebleau she reciprocates she I mean that 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 love that they that, that develops there is felt on both sides right right well it's, I think that that whole youthful ardor and back back then you had you know I mean a glance could mean the world you know a, 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 a touch of the hand or, or or a smile by gosh that was you know that was fantastic I mean it would be uh you know that the start or the death of a relationship and uh and so yeah it was returned most definitely and it was this feeling of uh inevitability they were going to be married I mean they were betrothed they were Plans were in motion, but it was uh, it was all thwarted, and and that's uh, I can't imagine the, uh, the 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 sense of betrayal, loss, uh, all of that it, that comes with it. So not only does he have does he harbor these ill thoughts against his father because his father's taken the woman he loves, yeah. but there's also this political situation in Flanders, right, where the, the Spanish have uh, they have a hold on Flanders yeah, really clamped down and Don Carlos is looking to he's trying to 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 relieve that situation right for the Flemish people exactly well his best friend uh uh has gone up there uh, man and it's funny because the story there there's different there's so many different uh, aspects to the story in general but historically what we know it could easily have been manipulated because uh, Philippe, uh, the, the the father, he's kind of portrayed Don Carlos now uh, throughout history. It's kind of come down that Don Carlos is a little bit mentally unstable. But that could easily have been just a story put out by the father, who was so powerful, to discredit his son. And, uh, and that's kind of permeated. Now, if you look at the totality, uh, Schiller, he decided to look at Don Carlos as more of a... Um, 
idealistic, you know, young man, like mm-hmm. you're saying, that that was really pitted against his father for political and uh, personal reasons. And then Verdi takes it and turns it, uh, just tweaks it a little bit again. And um, we now have this story of, of his best friend who was raised in court with him and then goes off and is uh, representing Flanders, comes back and is whenever uh, Don Carlos has lost this uh, Elizabeth, he gives him a reason to live ultimately saying, listen, fight for me, help me defend Flanders, help me pull these people out of this oppressive state that they're in. And, uh, and that's really where Carlos uh, starts to focus his attention is uh, towards, towards the people of Flanders and now, now Belgium. Not only does the, the might of the, uh, the king uh, come against him, but also there is the church and the figure of the inquisitor. Right. right. A very nefarious influence. Oh, it's incredible. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's once again, uh, back in the day to imagine the just a massive amount of power that the church would, could wield and, and, and influence anybody, uh, any country, to, to move in certain directions. And, uh, and really, they were steer, steering the ship in a lot of ways. Uh, and so they wanted the fall of Flanders. They, they didn't want any idea of any people rising up against the church. Right. And uh, that was present uh, in, in, in Flanders at the time. So the church was using, you know, in essence, Philip to uh, crush this rebellion, these rebellious people. And, yeah, Carlos uh, inserts himself right in the middle of that conflict <laughs> and, uh, and welcome, welcome to great art. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your old debut. So tell us how... Do you find Don Carlos? Don Carlos, it's it's a very it's you know it's it's funny. It's been kind of one of my it's been on one of my to-do lists. I find the character to be incredibly fascinating with so many different uh, aspects that you can you can um, ferret out. I mean there's from from the love to defiance to um to, to ultimately his death, you know, and, uh, and bravery in the face of that. But I find in working on the piece, he's really, I, w- I was thinking about this earlier this week, he's really the prism through which you see all of these other uh, situations, characters circling around him, you know, from, from the relationship with Elizabeth to the relationship with his father to the... Um, the relationship with Rodrigue, his his best friend, um, and then then all of the different uh, facets of of the uh, conflict with the church, the state, with Carlos. But um, the music is absolutely divine. There's some just magnificent duets, uh, trios. Um, he has these great outbursts of emotion, and it's funny because you have. Is Verdi wrote Don Carlos with such a range of number one dynamics, but um, emotion that you can tap that uh, it's really fascinating. But it's different from every other character. Uh, I've I've heard more than one person tell me they said uh, you know Carlos, it's funny he can make or break the evening in a lot of ways, but he 
isn't, although it's the title character, he's really not the primary role that you remember at the end of the evening because it's he has one aria, a lot of, he's the glue that combi- holds it all together. Mm-hmm. But it really is the story of Philippe, uh, really the story, of, uh, story of, of Elizabeth, the Grand Inquisitor. And then he's the through line that connects it all together. But uh, it's, it's, it's a fascinating role. Tenor Brandon Jovanovich sang the title role in Houston Grand Opera's 2012 production of Giuseppe Verdi's Don Carlos. Well, that's this week's Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. Thank you for listening.